Welcome. To Arcade Audio. It's hard to find a movie that way. Lucky for you, we found a few. It's Queer Movie Night. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to Queer Movie Night. I'm Deb. And I'm Peyton. And this is Queer Movie Night, as we already and said. this is Queer Movie Night, as we already said. <laughs> um, and we have a very special guest for you today. Her name is Allison Reese. Thank you so much for being here, Allison. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> oh, wow. This is a, this is a hot get. We got yeah. a hot get, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> so today's movie, um, Allison picked for us. Mm. It's called The Feels. Mm. It's from 2017. Oh, that's really not that long ago. Um, so the what we what we usually ask uh, uh, our guests is, first of all, how what is your experience with uh, queer movies like um, in general? Just like um, and then. Uh, like difficulty finding them or like, or like your experience uh, with other queer movies in general. And then what brought you to this movie um, specifically um, and why did you pick it? These are all incredible questions. So (laughs) my experience with queer movies, I, I will, I want, I kind of like was really into watching them for a while. And then I was like, these are all just like a professor and her student. And it's just (laughs) clearly like a man did this and it doesn't make sense. So are those loving Annabelle? (laughs) Is that a loving Annabelle and Bloomington? It's all of them. They're all the same. They're all like brown tones with like, you know, a white cursive. And that's what's on Netflix to me. And I'm like, I give up on that. Um, <laughs> so I'm, I'm kind of jaded in that way yeah. <laughs> about it. Um, to give you a little more perspective, the first queer movie I ever saw was Blue is the Warmest Color. <gasps> first? And yes. What that's a long, so intense. What a long movie it to was, start with. <laughs> it's Well, also, here's the, here's the other part of that. My friend from work was supposed to see it with me. This guy, I like just come out of the closet and like I had a a few queer friends from work and he's like, let's go see this movie. And I was like, great. And I got to the theater and I was like, this movie's about to start. Like, where are you? And he's like, oh yeah, that's, I can't make it. Just go see it without me. And I was like, oh my God. God." (laughs) So I saw, (laughs) I saw Blue is the Warmest Color is the first movie I ever saw alone. Uh, Yeah, I I hate that movie. Just out the closet. (laughs) And I was like, oh my God, everybody can see me watching this. (laughs) Like, this is, it was just, it was a lot. That is a perfect story. That's a perfect story right there. Of course, that was your first movie. <laughs> you had to see it alone in a theater. It was like a big. So I was in Los Angeles like at the time. It was like long. a big one. Yeah, and it was fu- it was packed. French. What did you so- think of the sex scene? Oh my goodness! Or the really, time, I didn't. Like a, I mean, is there just one in that movie? I feel like it's like well, half. Wasn't sex. there like, like four? The, <laughs> yeah. But like, what's the like the one that's like really long and and? I think the can't. first time they have sex is like a really long one. Yeah. I don't know. I yeah. haven't seen it since college. <laughs> I hated it so much. Yeah, me too. When I when I first saw it, like I'm from mm-hmm. like Arizona, so like queerness wasn't really available, and I saw it and I was like, this is art this is incredible. <laughs> like I recently was like, Allie, we got to watch this. I saw this when I first came out and like all this stuff and we started watching it and we got to that sex scene and I was like, Oh my God, <laughs> this is just like <laughs> dripping with whoever the white man is behind this. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. It was so, I know it feels like it's like, <laughs> it feels like it's filmed in some like creepy guy's basement or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it, yeah. And honestly, yes. <laughs> Oh, Lord. And the uh, spaghetti eating. That's that's an image that stuck with me for so long is yeah. the close-up on her mouth of her eating spaghetti <laughs> with her mouth open. What the fuck open. is that about? 
I don't know. I didn't love it. No, I don't know. If but you know what? Should. It's it's stuck with you that image. It's stuck with you. Fuck, I know. <laughs> they say that's the that's the makings of a great filmmaker if they they can create an image with you. Fuck, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Fuck all that. <laughs> oh, wait, what? What's your experience with the feels? Yeah. Oh, I had seen it um, when it first came out. And I really liked it. And I, I watched it again today. And I was like, this is even better the second time. <laughs> this ain't no blue is the warmest color. <laughs> this was, wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it was cool, too, because, like, I, when, when I was, like, living alone in Chicago, I went through this, like, indie movie phase. And I just really loved watching indie movies. Just like, oh, I have a night off. Let's see what the hell this is. And so it was nice to, like, see something that is queer and has like a lot of um, POC representation in it and like clearly was like made with an empathetic eye and like really well done and it was just so well done and like good and it checked off a lot of boxes for me honestly I liked nice. it yeah nice. Yeah. it was um, the rundown Peyton um yeah it was a nice surprise to see Constance Wu too it's a nice little surprise yeah um yeah, the because it is an indie film, it doesn't really have like a super super heavy plot. Um, mm-hmm. It's kind of almost a slice of life, even though it's like just even though it's not necessarily a slice of life. It's close. Kind of reminded me a little bit of um, Rachel getting married. Um, oh. I haven't seen that in a long time. Um, but uh, basically, it follows these two women the, who are getting married. Um, and Wait, what? Two oh, I women. <laughs> I don't now know. Who, I don't know who let it happen, but somebody did. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> We're on like episode 25, 26. I'm like, wait, this is a gay podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, Andy and Lou. Um, and it has the the film has this um. Uh, what's it called? A conceit where um, they're doing like sort of personal interviews. Kind of reminds me of um, in When Harry Met Sally with all the couples on the couch. But um, oh. but it's the different characters in the movie. And I think they're talking about the first time they had an orgasm. Um, mm-hmm. And so it follows these two uh, fiance, these two gal pals, these two women. Um, and their friends <laughs> for this weekend. I like gal pals. Yeah. <laughs> I just like two roommates. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love, I just love, um, you know, when, when Kristen Stewart was first seen with, with girlfriends and people were like, oh, they're so close. Oh, um, Lord. <laughs> Jesus. Um, and then it comes out that the one of, this is like the main plot point of the movie, but that the one uh, gal pal, Lou, <laughs> has never had an orgasm before. And apparently she's been faking it her, her entire life. Um, and they have a fight about it. Hmm. And then, but at the end they make up. So that was the main wow. plot point, but there's some other drama too. <laughs> so much drums. So much drama. A lot of drama. Yeah, yeah. Awkward drama. This yeah. was very awkward mm-hmm. to watch a lot mm, yeah. of the time. I feel like that was on purpose, though. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Uh, what did you think, Peyton? Was, was this um, your first time seeing it? This was my first time seeing it. Had you seen it before, Deb? Yes. Yes. Oh, I vividly <laughs> remembered the feels. this movie stuck to me the first time i saw it and i kind of don't know why until maybe i rewatched it today and i was like oh that's why i had i felt so fucking anxious the whole time (laughs) (laughs) very anxious and i hate josh and i was like oh my god josh is the worst there was a man that i I really wish yeah i really wish that Mm. he was a gay character because otherwise Uh, he's such a cliche yeah he's such a like the good guy cliche of like he's been waiting just for just for a crumb of pussy just a crumb of pussy to be thrown his way you know (laughs) (laughs) I've never heard that phrase like that (laughs) 
<laughs> just uh, he's waiting for a crumb of pussy to be thrown his way <laughs> with his good guy conceit. Oh my god! But that if is, I had a nickel. That's the yeah. vibe. If I had a nickel, <laughs> that's the vibe. I had a nickel. That's but, the vibe. Uh, ten cents. The when he's like at the they're in there's a scene where in the they're in the kitchen um before they go out and he's just like throwing he's just like throwing compliments at that one character I don't remember what her name is but he like he keeps throwing compliments at her like as if to see which one is gonna work like which one is gonna really hook yeah. her, hook her in it's it was so like awkward there were some moments where I was like was this improvised Vivian uh, Vivian I think the whole thing Who was improvised. It felt oh, very it? improvised, right? There are moments um, where I was like, this is pretty improvised. On the Wikipedia page, it oh. says it was improvised. Oh. I mean, maybe the, I'm, I'm sure that it was oh. scripted to some point, but it says highly improvised. Fun fact. I'm seeing yes. right mm. here. Well, the, the sister, Nikki, the, yes. the, she, she's the director of the film. Yes. Okay. And she right. wrote it. She wrote the screenplay with the actress who played Vivian. And nice. the director who plays Nikki uh, directs directed a good chunk of Vita. I don't know if you've guys seen that show, that queer show oh. on um, Stars. It's so good. Oh. It's about oh my god, it's so good. Um, I highly, highly recommend. It's so good. Um, it's it's just it's about these two sisters like growing up in a Hispanic household in LA, and it's mm. just like. And they're, it, it's very, very, very queer, and I just love it so much, and it's really, really good. Um, but who has stars, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Which is why I think people don't know about it, but I, I got, like, a one of those um, trials. Okay, trial, yeah. Watch it. Mm. Um, and also, the actress who played Vivian wrote writes for The Bold Type, which is a show only I talk about a lot on this, and... <laughs> Only I, I watch. Really good. I really want to watch it. Probably from me because I don't shut the fuck up heard, about this it. Another show. <laughs> it's on Freeform, and that's the first thing. But very good. Freeform has some good shows, <laughs> right? It's it's so good, and it's also very, very, very queer as well. And it's uh like written by women, always directed by women, and it's just like a really like pretty solid show about young women in New York. Just like our guest. Like, oh my God. (laughs) Oh my God. That's about me. (laughs) Holy shit. Do you ever feel like Carrie Bradshaw? <laughs> I don't know that. Except There's I, so many other. I say this. <laughs> I say this with all sincerity. Never in my life. <laughs> I felt like Carrie Bradshaw. Good for you. Or any of those people. <laughs> or Good any of those you. people. <laughs> I think I've I never think seen I would that. Feel like, show. Oh. <laughs> don't. It's the worst. I mean, I like kind of love it, and I kind of hate it. At the I same think time. I relate most to the lady that shows up to that party in the one episode of Sex and City and then she falls out the window and dies. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> she's really funny though. She's a she's a laugh riot before that happens. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> Fuck. I really took us off this ride. We need to get back on it. <laughs> yeah, that never happens on, on this show. The city bus. <laughs> That's a burn on me and honestly I deserve it. <laughs> um, no. I I don't know. I think I I liked it. I don't know. <laughs> I like it. I, I'm not usually a fan of this type of movie where it doesn't have a lot of plot and it's um, it doesn't seem like it's really going anywhere. Um, l- listen to me drag this movie. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I think I, I enjoyed the performances and um, there was enough... Um, meat to it that I felt like it was worthwhile, if that makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. I really liked the, I just feel like the the vibes of most of the other characters besides Josh were very good. And so that pulled me in. Um, and I was interested in the rela- the main relationship and I wanted it to work out. And I think that that's what, um, pr- that that's what brings these, this movie um, elevates it fr- from other films like this that I don't necessarily relate to. Mm-hmm. Um, Lou and Andy, I feel like, are a great couple, and they're pretty easy to root for. 
Mm-hmm. I think Agreed. that's yeah, like that's like like a big pull for the movie. I think is that like their chemistry is great, and you believe them. Yeah, and you you do want them, even because shit kind of hits the fan the majority of the movie for them, but you still yeah, yeah. root for them. Mm-hmm. Oh. And Lou is just so sweet. Baby sweetheart. I just want to be like, it's okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Lou. No, I, I liked it a lot. I mean, I, I particularly liked the characters. I thought they were Helen. Can we talk about, I was waiting for somebody to bring up Helen. She's great. Helen is obviously the best part of this movie. (laughs) Truly. Yeah. She steals the show, obviously. Oh my goodness! I was like, "Where is this person, and why aren't they in everything?" Yeah. Exactly. Like, I oh know. Yeah, I'm surprised you haven't seen her in anything else. I feel. She I feel like she has so to be a family friend funny. or something. She's so, so fucking good. funny. Yeah. Um, she's my that. This is my dream role. Like watching this, I was like, I would you do anything so to play <laughs> Helen. Yeah, yeah. I would do anything to play Helen. Uh, she yeah. is the bright to me, like the brightest spot in the movie. If I think if if there wasn't a character like hers to like always be the funny, like reliable, reliably funny one to always yeah. like cut the tension, yeah. that it wouldn't work. But that's why it works, and that's why this this like quirky quirky group of characters and friends coming together. Like even with Josh sucking as much as he does mm-hmm. and like Nikki kind of sucking sometimes it works because of the different dynamics that they have or that they wrote each character with. Yeah. I, I, I loved it. I was like, I've never seen a character like this. And like, yes, uh, this is like one of the times where I'm like, Oh, this is what it means to be like in a supporting role. Cause that role <laughs> supported the whole fucking film. Like yes. it, it was just such a good, that person did a really good job. I also, um, particular, I liked all the like little comedy moments, but mm-hmm. then there were some moments that I was like, wait, is that supposed to be funny or was that sincere? Ooh. Yeah. Like, yeah. um, the singing, I don't know why, but like singing acapella. Not, yeah. I'm like, this is a, is that a joke or is that real? <laughs> yeah. That's one of the most stressful things I think to watch on your screen in a movie or TV show. When someone's like, I'm going <laughs> to sing a song for real in the middle of a restaurant for you right now. <laughs> and it was also that type of singing, like kind of like she's like emulating like I'm Regina like, Spector. Like, like. <laughs> okay, That's like your character, Allison. You have an amazing song, yeah. an amazing song. And it just went viral. And I remember seeing you do it when you, when we, you, oh my God, I've seen you do it on stage so many times and I love it. And yeah. she really reminded me of your character. <laughs> And same. I was like, whoa. Is that where is that is this where it came from? Like subconsciously. <laughs> yeah. Subconsciously. No, I, it came from a real person. But like <laughs> I don't know. There I later was like, wait, is that person a music artist? And is that why we're getting these like moments? And it absolutely I, is. It I is. Googled I mean, she is Sutter, a very talented yeah. singer. But it definitely mm-hmm. seemed. She doesn't have any socials, like social media things. Yeah. And I Googled her and went to her Spotify account and it said zero songs. <laughs> but she has a Spotify. So yeah. I was like, I actually really liked I the song she did at the pool. Taken down. Yeah, I like that song too. And yeah. I liked her character. At first I was like, I don't know. because, And then she kind of looked like uh, Mia Kirshner, Jenny from The L Word, if anybody has watched. And it kind of, I was like, uh. <laughs> Um, but she got better. I really liked her character as the movie went on mm-hmm. and learning more about her. Um, but I can't find any information about this person. Like they were in a full blown I mean, movie. <laughs> I can't find anything. Yeah. I was finding that with a lot of the folks in that movie. I was like, wow, y'all are really talented and very low key. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I was like key. a really good actor, but their IMDBs are very like, um, Chill. I don't know what the word is. I was like, you know what I'm trying to say. No, like, yeah, mellow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like nobody's yeah. like, I'm doing this and this and this. Yeah, I don't know. It kind of reminded except me of just Constance like, Wu. except for Constance Wu. Yeah. I I was like, is it was essentially like it seemed like a bunch of improvisers got together and decided to make a movie for them. You know what I mean? Honestly, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I dig. I love. I liked it. I mean, 
I was into it. It did remind me of like, there were moments that were like, oh, this is clearly improvised, but it also, there's like an improv like form that was like kind of like that where it's like, oh, we're going to do these like uh, the office style confessionals in order to mm. move this thing along. Yeah. Which I, I don't know. I liked it. Yeah. I like, I, li- I liked how it broke things up and it, it's, um, it sort of shed a spotlight on all of the characters. So you got like a, an internal view sort of on who they were. Um, and yeah, I like, I especially like the, um, the singing, the singing character because she's one of the, those characters that um, kind of starts off as a caricature and then, and then develops further into the film. Mm-hmm. Um uh, I love I love the scene where the um, the other the quirky character we were all talking about like sings to her <laughs> when she sees her and is like fangirling <laughs> over. Um, Helen, classic Helen, classic, classic, Helen. classic Helen. regular Helen, <laughs> regular Helen. Oh right, because yeah. there's the what is it? The weird Helen that, that is she the was, character. Yeah. That, that it was that she was street. originally weird Helen, and there was somebody else in their culinary school who was regular weird Helen. Helen. <laughs> no, the, like she started off as weird Helen, and then regular Helen like lost it, and so weird <laughs> Helen got the name regular. Promoted Helen to regular. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> also, this my I loved the Uber scene. I was like, yes, of what, yes. I have been there too many times where I have indulged an Uber driver, or been the friend, or been the friend who's riding in the Uber with the person who's talking to the Uber driver, and you're like, "Don't encourage that." It was too (laughs) real. I have taken so many Uber drivers' cards for their websites and their Spotify's. Incredible. That's incredible. Midwest, and then rated them five stars. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, thanks so. <laughs> she goes at the end when he shows back up after when Constance, uh, well, her name is Andy, and it, not Constance. <laughs> uh, when she orders an Uber, and she goes, "Hey, it's Doug. Who died? Is, it's Doug there." <laughs> oh, the part that made me laugh so hard, I just have to say about Helen, was when they Andy and Lou were having like their big pinnacle moment where they were like, what's going on? Why didn't you ever tell me about this? And then you, the camera just cuts and Helen is standing like so close close. to them. (laughs) I feel like we all have that friend too. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just so lovely to see that. Yeah. Yeah. I also, I like the way that this movie will like authentically spoke about sex and not just like like all-encompassing sex and it was really I remember that was why I liked it so much in 2017 was like I have never seen um people talk about sex that in a way that it wasn't leading to like a punchline you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and so it was really interesting to see I like the yeah I like the dialogue between the two uh, leading characters of like, because that is such a delicate thing when it comes to relationships of like mm. figuring out how to be intimate with this other person and what, because everybody, everybody's body and everybody is different. So like figuring out what, what the other person needs and like what, and how to meet them. And this, this, um, sort of idea that these characters had I don't know if they say how long they've been together but this idea that they had been intimate with each other and Lou had never truly been honest with Andy and so uh, it's it's this interesting dynamic of like not wanting to hurt your partner and, and wanting for them to make wanting them to feel like they make you feel special, but also like advocating for yourself and advocating Mm. for what your needs are. So that I think that that is a really um, not only important thing to talk about, but also um, such a fresh take on sex and and intimate relationships that we don't usually see in in films, especially queer films. It's it's that whole dynamic in relationships is such like a um a delicate thread and this film really 
wove it together pretty well, mm -hmm. I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. I agree. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> there was a point, there was a point where Kayla and I were watching it and uh we looked at each other and I was like, You haven't been faking it for twelve years. <laughs> <laughs> she like, was like, like You haven't good, been right? faking. Yeah. She's like, You haven't been doing that either, have you? Like, no. <laughs> I hope you said it in those voices. You haven't been doing that. I haven't been doing that. Have you been doing that to me? <laughs> the only way I can talk about intimacy. Is like yeah, I mean, it's a mouth. really vulnerable thing. I, it is. Oh it's my very God. hard. It's, it's so hard vulnerable. to talk about. Especially yeah. the way that, I mean, I think it's even magnified more as queer people, but the way mm -hmm. that we're raised in like in America, like where there's a lot of shame put on sexuality and things like that. And then mm -hmm. even more so as queer people, there's even more shame put on same sex attraction. Mm -hmm. And then on top of that for women, um, there's all this other stuff about like, should women be sexual and that type of thing? It's a lot yeah. to dig into. And, and, um, yeah, I do think this this movie handled that very well, and um, yeah, I I like that. That's so that's so true. Like considering the context of America mm -hmm. and like how we're not taught anything about our bodies, especially um, female bodies, and it's like, which is which is insane. Arguably, like what our bodies do is wild. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. it, and that we get like no education on it, and it's mm -hmm. like shameful, and like we're not allowed to even joke about it. Kind of a thing is like, yeah, nuts. So yeah, it was really, it was nice, nice uh, breath of fresh air mm -hmm. to see that. And I like that this movie. I mean, you can tell that it's made by women because they can go there and they can tackle the subject and, and it doesn't feel like it's forced. Um, I love the, the, um, the idea of the, the game that they have where he did an illustration of all, I mean, that part is creepy that he did an illustration of all their breasts, say, but, but the actually gosh, one of the posters gosh. for the film is, is just like a bunch of drawings of breasts, which I think is really <laughs> fun. Um, but just like this idea that the, the female body is like a natural thing. And like, it's something that people should be able to talk about. And, um, like the idea, um, or th this is sort of like a controversial discussion of like breasts and, and that type of thing. They're just like a body part, just like anything else. And like mm -hmm. the idea that they're so super sexualized when breasts aren't even really a sexual organ is crazy um i don't Which i'm is, sort of going what, into like a weird tangent no no <laughs> like to piggyback off of your tangent into my own yeah. that's a really great point because like breasts the, they have like a very real and important function of like mm. feeding yeah. like you're supposed to <laughs> yeah. that's that's food that's a food source and we're like oh no we can't we can't see that we can't talk about it and it's like what yeah. That's some motherfucker's food. Like <laughs> <laughs> I could go for days, honestly. I could just keep talking about it because it's it's wild to me. Yeah, so I kinda I I kinda like this notion of like demystifying and like just sort of desexualizing the the female body. Like obviously it should be sexualized in the right context, but um mm -hmm. <laughs> My mm, was too quick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Devin needs to yeah. calm down. Okay, sorry. <laughs> mm -hmm. Sorry. I mean, obviously, like in Portrait of a Lady on Fire, when they sexualized like the the inside of the armpit, that was amazing. But <laughs> never thought of it. And I then I was like, not seen that. Hmm. Oh gosh, you, you have to watch it? it. So good. Uh -uh. Oh, it's really good. Yeah. Armpits, you say? <laughs> well, that comes really late after okay. you've already you've already been hooked and you're already on board. <laughs> I think uh, it was actually, earlier. 
I actually you had, had me at armpit. armpit. Yeah. You had me yeah, at armpit. I've been already doing that for a while. <laughs> I can't armpit. believe they I can't believe they stole that and put that in, in the movie. Yeah. I, it's honestly not the first my time book. I've ever seen armpit <laughs> fucking. <laughs> and then oh, it's you armpit Taylor fucking. tried it out right away. <laughs> you know no. just because i keep i just you know because i'm the worst i'm in the movie theater this movie is so like it's so emotional it's so intense it's so beautiful and then they just are doing this arm fucking thing and i'm like great for them but all i could think about was god her hand had to smell like shit when she pulled out like it just smelled like absolute bo do you know what I mean? Oh my god! Especially Absolutely. in the 1800s. <laughs> oh my god! Especially in the 1800s. She put a crystal on it or something. She put a crystal. I on don't it. Care. Yes, I still haven't seen this movie. And this is like <laughs> no context. So insane. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually watching it immediately, like just to clarify. But like, wow! I promise. Like, <laughs> oh my god, we are talking it's about the one part. We're taking it out of context. Yeah. Oh my no, yes, I, absolutely. This that is <laughs> this movie is so wonderful and beautiful and perfect, and I cannot recommend it enough. And I'm sorry we're no, focused on this one part. No, it's honestly the best thing that's happened to me today. That's so incredible. <laughs> Wow. Um, <laughs> what led to that? Uh, well, I, was, I was talking about desexualizing. <laughs> oh, oh, and then I went on a tangent oh, yeah. about armpit fucking. Oh, <laughs> no, yeah. I'm actually the one that brought it up. I don't want you to get blamed for something you didn't do. Well, to go to go back to your original point, I felt like the they did a really good job with those sex scenes where it wasn't like the lens wasn't for male pleasure. Yeah. It was to yes. tell you this story. Yeah, it wasn't fetishizing lesbian sex. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and that was one thing with that movie that I was like, bravo. Like, th- I thought they did a good job of that. Yeah. Of like... A great contrast to yeah. blue is the warmest color. I was going to yeah. say, not to bring it back to my OG <laughs> queer movie, but... <laughs> Can I also say that every, and not every, but a large chunk of queer movies, um, there's always a straight sex scene, whether it's a se- it's supporting characters or it's like the, well, the wife woman with has dead to eyes. have sex with her husband, <laughs> but she hates it. And then you just it's, have to see like a very that's like, so... explicit, unwanted yeah. sex scene. I'm glad that we didn't have to see... The, the sister so, and Josh. It was. Sex. It's very nice to see um, a geek, a queer couple in a queer movie that is already in a, an established relationship mm-hmm. where they don't have to like where nobody has to come out or or <laughs> um, or deal yeah, with pain. like homophobia or mm-hmm. um, or have like homophobic parents or or do all that mm-hmm. kind of shit. It was nice that they had like regular couple problems. Yeah. Um, and we didn't have to deal with those issues. What were you going to say, Allison? Oh, I was just going to piggyback off of what you were saying about, you know, in, in a lot of queer movies, they're, for whatever reason, show like a straight couple having sex. And I've been noticing that with like um, just things in general to remind like their quote unquote like regular audience, like, don't worry, everything is all right here. And like, <laughs> it reminds me of, I've been watching Mortgage or Marriage, and there's a lot of, like, diverse representation on that show, but it is very weird to me in that every time they show a couple who is, like, you know, diverse in some way, shape, or form, the next couple they show are like, and we're rednecks! (laughs) <laughs> and it's like, really, like, why did you need to, why did you feel the need to do that? And it's like, they're gently reminding their white audience of like, no, no, we still like whites. Remember oh, the whites? We still like that. And it feels like a very similar, like, placation happening in media <laughs> that way, too. Of like, oh, don't we, we, we know straight sex, too, right? Like, oh, yeah. we can't forget this sad <laughs> lap of salmon. I don't know. <laughs> That's straight sex to me is a slap of salmon. <laughs> Honestly, I kind of call that lesbian sex too. <laughs> but not sad. You're absolutely correct. No, yeah. we're, that's called slapping of salmons. 
<laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Get me out of here. Get me out of my bedroom. In my bed. In my bed. God. Incredible. Uh, Did anyone want me to repeat what I just said, or do we all feel good about moving past? <laughs> um. That, yeah, I actually. I do remember thinking um, when the when the straight coupling did happen in this movie, I was like, eh, okay, I didn't need this, but <laughs> all right. <laughs> but it was for plot reasons, so it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Josh just of. sucks so much. Right? He, uh, he did really it have does. to really do with the plot, though? It was like to serve as like the sister blowing things up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. right. I think oh, it right, was, right. yeah, I think it was... Um, and Josh, that, like an inciting incident, sort mm-hmm. of. Yeah, they needed a B story. It couldn't yeah. be all orgasm. Yeah, and Josh needed a reason to tell uh, Andy that he's always loved her. I hate that shit. Ugh. I hate, I that, hate shit. that trope so. <laughs> Same. Much. Yeah. I hate when they because they do that in um in Love Simon too. I hate when they do that in Love Simon mm. with oh, the friend. Yeah. Because especially because I read the book and that was like not a subplot in the book and I was like okay well that wasn't necessary. It's so it's so toxic because then I'm like, why did you show this? Because now there's gonna be a straight person out there who's like, my I'm valid, my feelings totally valid. Yeah, yeah, this exactly. Is totally okay. And yeah. it's like that's not okay. That's creepy and insane. Like, what? You've been in love with your best friend who does not have the capacity to give that back to you, and you're still like. That's exactly. A, that's a yeah. issue. <laughs> that's a them <laughs> issue. <laughs> mm-hmm. It really is. And it's also just like, why are you telling it like I don't care? I could have you know. <laughs> Yeah. Like, we didn't need this. We didn't need this. Could have it could have gone on the cutting room floor. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah. I wish I, it would have just made him a little bit more likable. Yeah. That's just my yeah. They yeah. could have. They could have. Because we were supposed to believe they were best friends their whole life. And I was just like, there's not one redeemable thing about this person. Yeah, there's not eyes. one there's not one part of me that felt <clears throat> that Constance Wu as that character would enjoy that person and want to be friends with them. Right? Yeah, it wasn't very bl- I couldn't suspend Did my disbelief for that. This, he was charming when <laughs> Casting? I don't know. I don't know. I hope he's nice in real life. Yeah, but I'm sure he probably he is. is. But mm-hmm. <laughs> the Josh's the of life, of you know. <laughs> Have you heard of that wine called Josh? Yes, yeah. it's actually pretty good. Really? Yeah. It's one of the very few things that like angers my wife. <laughs> it's like every time we see a commercial for that, they're just like they could have picked. They could have said Joshua, but no, they picked Josh. <laughs> Just could have named this Chad for all I care. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, this has been brought to you by Josh Wine Cellars. Josh. God, it is such a stupid Josh. name. Huh? Well, it's not a stupid name. That's my cousin's person. name. It's my brother-in-law's name. It's not a stupid name. <laughs> it's a stupid name for a wine. Yeah. Let's just say it. Say Let's it. just Scream already it. did. Already did. I can't take it back. Powerful. <laughs> I can't take it back. Just like when I said slapping salmons. <laughs> salmons. That's the. I'm gonna get that burned in everybody's brain and until until they draw their last breath. You know what else you can't take back? That's intense. <laughs> mm. What is is when you um is when oh you said <laughs> is when you said that you actually like James Corden. That would come. Wow, you know what? I always knew that would bite me in the ass. I didn't think it happened so soon. That was our last episode. Oh, boy. oh really? Oh, man. Fuck. It was now worth it, else though, Nikki died. Honestly, at one point, I was going to probably tweet that anyway. I actually. You don't, you don't mind James Corden? No. I, or that you like I, him? I, or you liked him in prom? Specifically. All of the above. 
Oh, <laughs> I know. Please don't judge me, but I can't help. I think he's charming, and I hate that I do. I know. I wish I was a part of the majority because there's a lot of reasons to not like him. But like, I watch his stuff, and I'm like, God damn it, you charming fool! I love you a little bit. I love you. I love you, James Corden. I love you, James Corden. And I really love carpool karaoke. This is me my whole time. No, I'm carpool it. karaoke is good. I love it. I'm a fucking freak about it. Hell yeah. I, I mean, mean, who doesn't want to see Mariah Carey sing in a car? She was a bad episode. <laughs> oh. I see, I've seen all of them. Because I watched them I, all in one night. I haven't really seen much of his work outside That's of okay. prom and cats. <laughs> oh, geez. So. Those are the only two things you've seen? Well, of him. <laughs> it's, uh, I came out the womb he's and those got, were the two he's I got could watch. Such good <laughs> and then that was it. <laughs> those are the two things she's seen. She's never even seen the feels. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm bullshitting this whole thing. <laughs> I uh, got the spark notes of this and came to yeah. this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <fuck>. <laughs> <laughs> Some um, person, one person loves you out there, James. Yeah. I do love Likes. how men. <laughs> I keep saying love, and I need to stop that. <laughs> we know the truth. We know the truth, Deb. <laughs> I'm, I'm always, I'm always so close to being canceled for things like this. And I'm like, one day it's gonna actually go full blown, and it's probably full blown gonna canceled. be <laughs> full blown because of my love of James Corden. Yeah, I'm full blown you know. canceled. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> you got me, Peyton. That I'm made me full blush. blown cancel you. <laughs> gonna full blown cancel me. <laughs> Try it, bitch. I'm gonna tweet Deb Deborah D bag is full blown canceled. <laughs> full blown canceled. Oh god. I like how many women how many women were in this movie. I like that there wasn't very many men. That's always a positive for me. Yeah, it was only oh, two. Yeah. yeah. Two dudes. Yeah, sp- like like Ocean's Eight, another James Corden yes. <laughs> movie where he's one another of the James Corden vehicle. That? Ocean's Eight. <laughs> <laughs> Is he in that? Yeah, yeah. He's I hated like, when he showed up. He's like the detective that tries to take them oh, down yeah, at the very huh. end. Okay, I've but seen three things with him. <laughs> I like I liked Ocean's Eight. It oh, was the Ocean's only Ocean's, I Ocean's Eight. I see oh, things backwards sometimes. I watched I Ocean's Ocean 8 Day. before the other ones, and then the same with Ghostbusters. I had never seen the original until after oh, wow. I'd seen the I love the, the new, new one. one. Me too. Oh, I own it on Blu-ray. Oh, my God. On Blu-ray. <laughs> Sorry to brag. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Is it in 4K? Do you, do you have a DVD yes. player? You have yes. a Blu-ray player? <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah, I do. Don't be embarrassed. And I have so many DVDs and so many movies on Blu-ray. Oh, <laughs> that's awesome. That's I it does sound like I'm bragging, and I know it's not. I know this sounds bad. Wow, uh, bad. Maybe this is what gets me full. I have a lot of DVDs, but I don't have the that Blu-ray. many. I only have one or two Blu-rays. <laughs> you never know what's going to make a comeback. You know, like the records. Yeah. Who would have thought that would have been a? But that's like, true. Here we are. That's a great point. So. That's a great point. Yeah, hold on to your VHSs and your Blu-ray DVDs, everybody. Well, well, mm-hmm. art students love VHSs. I feel feel like they use those all the time. Oh, how so? In art? Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> they love to use like an old TV and like put some old uh, stuff on, oh. like in an installation or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to be canceled mm-hmm. for criticizing art students. I mean, everybody's canceled. Everybody, yeah. Everybody. If you canceled. kind of think about it, everyone's canceled everybody's in a beautiful way. Everybody's canceled. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um. Yeah. Um. I just had this weird thought bec- about wanting Kate Blanchett and Sandra Bullock to make out in Ocean's Eight. Yeah, um, that's not a weird thought. That's what everybody thought the whole time. <laughs> oh yeah. What that's is with that? Thought. Why? Why in movies are there? There's just so much sexual tension between two main characters, and then they're like, "No, absolutely yeah. two women, absolutely not." And it's like, well, if this was a guy, they would absolutely kiss at the end of this. They yeah. would kiss for less at the end of this. Yes. <laughs> it also sounded like sometimes they would the way that they would talk about their past, like they had. Yeah, like they had a history. Something. 
Yeah. And also like maybe Kate they had, had major gay Maybe vibes, they so. had, you know, slapped some salmons in their time. Yes. Thank you. Bringing it back home, baby. <laughs> you know who also I thought there was some sexual tension was when Sandra Bullock showed up in Sarah Paulson's garage. I mean, Sarah Paulson has, has sexual tension with any woman she's on screen. I know. With, but she it's really fair. Does. But if she gets, they get really close. Like Sandra, like like pins her up against a little thing a little bit. She's like, "Come and work for us." And Sarah Paulson's like, "No, I'm a mom, but okay." <laughs> <laughs> I love okay. this movie. <laughs> I need to watch it again. I haven't seen it since it came out. Um, anything else that we want to say about the feels before we start um, wrapping up our thoughts? How was it to revisit the revisit it for you, Deb? How long had it been since you seen it? I saw it when it came out. I think nice when it was freshly out. Yeah, um, I kind of felt the same way about it. Mm. It it made me feel very anxious. Yeah. (laughs) Um, you know, no, you know what? I think I like I liked it better this time. Mm -hmm. I think I liked it better this time. I don't know if it's like that I'm married now or that like, maybe I'm more, I know it was only, it only came out like four years ago, but maybe it's because we're on like the same that's age. That's like an eternity. Yeah. Oh my God. Like, yeah. The pandemic now. feels With like five years now. So, yeah. 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 It's like, Oh, that was so recent, but also so far. Like, I feel like our culture is just so different. And like, I thought that was interesting about coming back to it too. It was like, our culture is so different, but, this still this salmon still slaps a little bit you know (laughs) (laughs) i love it i love it it we're gonna have to put that on a (gasps) t-shirt oh Oh, the first time we have merch besides our little buttons is about slapping (laughs) salmons and then the question is it does that mean queer sex or straight sex i know i don't know (laughs) that's what's so great (laughs) <laughs> Except no, I want to claim it for queer sex. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they don't get to have my very cool saying that actually Allison came up with. <laughs> I was gonna say, I was like, what? <laughs> I full blown stole it right in front of you, out of your hands, and said, "This is mine now." <laughs> just another, just another white woman stealing from a yes. woman of color. Oh, God, I did it! I did it! <laughs> and now in you're front of everybody. And now you're canceled. <gasps> The time is finally arrived. <laughs> yes. Sing it, you canceled bet. Yes, Queen. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to make you all go out to dinner with me, and then I'm going to sing you the song about how I've been canceled at the dinner table. So the whole restaurant turns around and watches. Incredible. Can we go to Olive Garden? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we go to Olive Garden? Fuck yeah, we'll go to Olive Garden. Is that what you said? Yeah. <laughs> love Olive Garden. I love Olive Garden. Oh, uh, I really do. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> At first, I thought people were exaggerating about those breadsticks, but they weren't. No, they're pretty magical, especially if you dip them in Alfredo sauce. That's what that's. Oof, it's a game changer. Nice. Yeah. We love that. Yeah. I could go for some Olive Garden. <laughs> <laughs> This episode sponsored by Olive Garden. It's a little bit off the rails right now. <laughs> yeah, let's uh, wrap it up. I, <laughs> I, more off the rails. I think a lot of... Uh, I'm going to take responsibility for a good amount of it because I'm currently covered in a full body sweat. Um, oh. I don't know yeah. if it's... You're, because you could say I'm, you're marinating. Oh. <laughs> fuck, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, okay, let's wrap up. So, yeah, so we usually rate uh, the films on two different scales. The first oh. one is uh, the Vita Russo test, which is um, a uh, test used to uh, review films uh, to uh, sort of gauge queer representation in the film. And um, it, it follows three rules. The first rule is that uh, the film has to have a queer, queer identifying characters, which this one does. Um, the second is that um, the queer characters have really, uh, sorry, um, personality traits other than being queer. Um, and I would say that these characters do. And the third is that they, um, if removing the queer characters from the film would change the plot significantly, which I would say it does. 
So I would say it passes the Vita Russo test. And um, the second way we rate is on a zero to six scale, six being a perfect movie. Um, and I would say that this one, for me at least, I um, I would say I would give it a five. I thought it was really great. Um, I, I Maybe it's not my personal taste, but I thought it, it said a lot um, of really great stuff about queer relationships. I didn't see any of those really bad tropes that we were talking about with other queer films. Um, I, I really liked the the chemistry and the relationship was good. And, and like, as we said at the beginning, we were rooting for the two main characters. So I think that's a great one and I would recommend it to other people. That's a great rundown, Peyton. Thank I love you. that. I'm that's also really sweating. <laughs> I'm sweating so much. I am not sweating. I am. That's awesome. Uh, That's yeah, great. I'm breezy. <laughs> my my armpits are dry and unfucked. <laughs> and it's cool over here, baby. <laughs> I'm getting ready for my night by by warming mine up. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, is Kayla in there listening to you right now? <laughs> no, the door's closed. That's why I'm in the bedroom. She's out there. I, but I don't know what she's... She always hears this one-sided, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's always always different. She just hears me going, Yeah, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> oh, rating of movie. Um, I'm just hanging out with pals. This is fun. Yeah. Uh, this is nice. It's nice to see people sometimes. It is nice. It is nice. <laughs> Actually, I want Allison to go first. For sure. Is that Okay. Yeah, absolutely. And, oh. and I was thinking about it. I really, I really like this film. It checked off a lot of those boxes for me, and it also had um, multiple people of color in it, which was also really important to me, especially in a queer movie. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I really liked it. The pacing was a little slow at times, and it is an indie film, so like structure is like, what is structure? It's art. Um, <laughs> so for that reason, I would say. 5.5 for me. There you go. Not absolutely perfect, but I really enjoyed it. Whoa. 5.5. I love that. <laughs> like a shoe size right there. Um, <laughs> is that your shoe size? I have. No, I've, I have ginormous feet. I wear a size 9. <laughs> hey, want to trade shoes sometime? <laughs> I'd love to. Okay. I'd love to. I, yeah, I would, I would actually really like that. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Um, what am I going to rate this? I'm going to give it a 4.5. Nice. Nice. (laughs) They like it. Um, that's just my honest rating because I agree with everything, everything you both said. There's so many great, great things about this movie. It's just the fucking fact that I never felt like I could relax. (laughs) And not that that's, it should make me feel that way that's not and like movies shouldn't always give you that feeling that's Mm. not the point of them it's all art um it's supposed to evoke different feelings in you but it it kind of on a on a whole different in a whole different way it gave me a similar like feeling as i that i had like while watching uncut gems not the same kind of anxiety but like an anxiety that I just yeah. like, couldn't shake the whole time. And I don't know if it was because of the actual conflict that was actually part of the plot or if it was the way that it was filmed or the fact that it sometimes it felt like I was just in the room, which mm. I think is a part of it being improvised and yeah. like very slice of life. Like Peyton said, um, I was like, do I like this? Do I like <laughs> a film that has like a screenplay, which is like a little <laughs> bit of improv thrown in? Um, it's, it's a logistical reason. For my for for my for my rating, I would agree, but and I think oh, all of the positives are. Well, I was going to say, but all the positives are are very important, and also I agree with. I I did not hate this movie by any means. It was just the feeling that it gave me sometimes. The feels yeah. that it gave me. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> I love that. The I median the median score is now is then five. Yes. Jaw. Ah, yes. we, ne- we never round our scores, but yeah. 
<laughs> I actually like that. I love it too. I love um, a little math here and there. I love it. I do <laughs> I not love math, math but <laughs> congratulations to you. Thank, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you so much. I love patterns. I love numbers. <laughs> they have relationships in my mind. I have, Aww, uh, I have cool. a beautiful mind. What can I say? <laughs> I think Allison is the one with the beautiful mind. No offense. Yeah, that's what I meant. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh. um, <laughs> no offense, Peyton. No, it's okay. It wasn't a great impression of Allison, so I wouldn't. <laughs> I would love to see everybody's impression of me when we're done here. <laughs> oh, no, my connection is really bad. No. Um... Oh, damn it. Fuck. <laughs> damn it. I believed you. <laughs> can I tell you guys some, can I tell you something that's very do. real that just happened that's off topic but this just happened two days ago and I'm not proud of it and it's okay. going to show a little slice of my brain that is a little bit dumb but it's too funny <laughs> somebody very deadpan said yeah it's a, some this might be too dark so rich you can cut this out of the podcast but i just think this is funny <laughs> if it's if it's bad but she was like yeah some people some women like lose their babies because they shit it out like five percent they shit too hard and i but she, she delivered she's like a friend who is funny but like doesn't really make jokes like that ever and i was like oh my god are you serious <laughs> she was like no you idiot I oh my god you. i believed you in the story <laughs> I 100% believe that too. And also, I was like, like, if I'm ever pregnant, I was like, that sounds like a fucked up thing that would happen to women. Yeah, you shit too hard, you can shit it out. 5% of pregnant women can shit out their baby. But also, like, to throw out a statistic like that, like, what would she do to you? Right? Of course you believe that. We don't taught anything about our bodies. I would believe, you know what? I know it's not real, and I still believe it. Yeah. I'm kind of gullible, so when people like deadpan, like it's like that, um, in a really good way, like <laughs> believable way, I believe them. And it's that like that episode believe, of Orange is the New Black where they all have to be taught about like what vagina, <laughs> how vaginas actually work. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, like, sorry for the sidebar. I, uh, I, I just couldn't. It. My mind could not comprehend it for the three seconds that I thought it was real. I was like, "Well, I'm fucked." <laughs> <laughs> I can't carry the child. Taylor. Said, well, I'm never getting pregnant. <laughs> it's got to be you, babe. <laughs> oh god. Oh man. <laughs> Sorry, Doc. I can't do it. I shit too hard. <laughs> Can you imagine five wits in the doctor? <laughs> and they were like, "I'm sorry, what?" Like, I shit too hard, man. I don't, me. Yeah. I don't think I should get pregnant. I shit too hard. <laughs> I feel like, oh man, that just, I feel like that's something like I would have said in high school. You know, like to my basketball team, like I can't do that. I shit too hard, dude. Yeah, like, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you guys found that funny. I thought for a second it was risky to tell you, but no, I think that that's valid, and I. You know what? I'm going to go the rest of my life believing it's true. Five <laughs> percent is so many, too. Yeah. That's such a huge number, actually. Uh, <laughs> you have all women. <laughs> it's just one of those things we are conditioned to never talk about. Yeah. That shit too hard. Oh, God. Um, Al- Allison, do you uh, have anything to plug, or would you like to plug social media or anything? Oh yeah, let me um, let me find what my handles are. I always forget. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Reese underscore Shapiro. Reese is spelled R E E S E. Shapiro is spelled how you spell Shapiro. Nice. Um, and my Instagram is the same, <laughs> only with an S at the end. You can follow yes. Queer Movie Night on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can follow me at Peyton Cody Lynch on Instagram and Twitter. Um, and me, Deborah Duncan, on Twitter and at Deborah D. Bag on Instagram. And uh, thank you for listening to Queer Movie Night. We'll have another um, episode for you in a couple weeks with a special, another special guest. And um, have a great night. Thanks for watching with us. Thanks for watching with us. That's a new one. Thanks for <laughs> watching with us. You know, I was yeah. trying something. Yeah. 
We're like the new, uh, do you remember yeah. that show, that show that you say on Friday nights on like TBS? It was like peas and cornbread, peas and cornbread. Do you remember? No, I don't, I but know, I love this I know song. this, but it's right? like a very far away memory. It was like a man and a woman and they hosted the show and they played like fun movies everybody loved on Friday nights, Friday nights and it was like TNT or TBS or something like that. Mm. Oh, and they made, they made familiar. a meal. They cooked. In, on oh, commercial breaks, oh, nice. and their theme song was peas and cornbread. Peas and cornbread. It's ringing a vague. You were all making very confused faces. It sounds Brandon, familiar. You can cut this out. The episode ended a minute ago. <laughs> I think it's you know, in there. <laughs> Fuck. Thank you for playing arcade audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.